Schaefer, uh, come and sit by the fire with me. I have a, I have a, I, I have a, a universal waking gun. For a six star? Mm-hmm. Oh man. I don't know. I've been waiting on, on like the right one. I'm going to use it on Cosmic Ghost Rider. Oh yeah. That's a, if you have him, yeah, that's a no brainer. I have him. He's the one I'm waiting to, I have him ready to rank three, but I'm kept waiting for another six star to rank, you know? Yeah. But I have him ranked as a two and I can rank him to three anytime. And awaken them. Yeah. Night has fallen over the hill country surrounding Austin, Texas, and indeed on Austin, Texas proper. And I'll tell you where else it's fallen. It's fallen on Manisha's backyard, where we come to you for a very special episode, number 163, 162 of One Magical Hour, a Matthew and Schaefer podcast, Spectacular, live from Manisha's backyard, where we sit by the fire, and Manisha's holding a giant iron claw that is red hot right now that he uses to poke the fire. It's a very exciting thing to see. Hopefully it won't distract me too much from the things that I need to say to you, One Magical Nation, here with, you know him, you love him, the one they call the pride of the greater Tarzana, Topanga, California area, Martinique Mystiker, Mozambique, Magnifiker, Matthew Rampey. Making a cast in the world today takes everything you got. Talking about all your hopes and worries will entertain a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where all the podcasts know your name. And you listen to their pain. You want to be where you can hear. Our troubles are all the same. You want to listen where everybody hears your name. I don't know. It kind of like trailed off at the end. <laughs> I gave it a shot. Well, <clears throat> and I think the original I, song. I feel off. like um, I'm not mining old TV show theme songs as much <laughs> for song parodies. Maybe this will be a whole new era because God knows I need a new mine uh, for song parodies. I've only done a hundred and. 50 something i don't i I don't think i did them right at first yeah and there were a few that i did first at first i just would say i was just taking a line from a song and then there are a few that i did except one of those that i did was one that you had already done True. okay so there's been some repeats and that was also a tv show well one thing that's not a repeat is episode 162 of one magical hour well it kind of is a (laughs) repeat Kind of oh, 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 it, it actually is a repeat. 
Um, Believe it or not, One Magical Nation, we recorded an entire episode, 162, on Matthew's back porch last Friday night. No. Nope. That is not true. true. We, we not... only recorded about three-fourths of an episode. We got about 45 minutes in. Oh, that's actually, so we got more than I thought. I didn't realize that we even had that much. We, well, we, you know, we've started recording a little bit before we start talking. And we so said an episode, only... but for technical reasons, it did not record. Well, I switched right over to the notes, to the show sheet, and I didn't look at the at the timer. Do you see the timer running now? It is running. It would seem that we're recording now, yes. But we last Friday, we got together, we recorded 45 minutes of a podcast, and, and it went... It went away. And I don't think when you talk about technical problems, technical issues, yeah. I want to introduce uh have you ever heard of Pebcac? <laughs> this is this could be a yield word shop, I'm pretty sure, although I don't think this is actually a word. It's an anagram. It's an an it's an acronym. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> it's an anagram. It's an acronym. Okay. <laughs> Shoot. I'll never get those get right. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> it's an acronym. Acronym. You've heard it before, Pebcac. No, Manish, have you heard of Pebcac? No. We're, Manish, we're going to interview Manish, but it's just it's a, only yes or no questions. <laughs> Throughout the show, we're going to throw him a yes or no question. Okay. Uh, Pebcac is problem exists between computer and chair. <laughs> Pretty sure what happened was I was on another. Uh, I think I was on another program and I switched over to Riverside and I clicked on the button, but that was only telling the computer to switch to the browser. Oh. There needed to be another click quite possibly. An extra is, click. Yeah. Just we're one, one click away. <laughs> one click away. Which I think is in away. Star Wars. How far is a click in Star Wars? It's, it's gotta be it's, more than a mile, it's right? A, it's one tenth of a parsec. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's new. Okay. <laughs> you know, speaking of anagrams, there is this there's this comment on the show sheet. Yeah. I needed to I did it I did a little bit. One one funny one I did. I did Wait, I put, is this a new segment? I put Richard Hall. Yeah. I put some of our names in of of our of us. Our listeners, uh, beloved friends of the show. The inner circle. And into anagram an anagram generator to see what see what might show up. And one funny one that came out was Richard Hall can be rearranged into Arch Hillard, which his son's name is Hillard. So if you think about the Arch Hillard, he is like the proto version of his son so okay it's it's, it's a little bit of a stretch <laughs> okay but... interesting our chillard yeah <laughs> um i don't know if you know but my name can be um uh wetham widomwis <laughs> witham widomwis <laughs> is an anagram for matthew rampy oh that's exciting yeah um so as schaefer mentioned we're here in manisha's backyard by the fireside with it and we've, this, we've this missed a, you one magical nation is this a fireside chat it is <laughs> yes <laughs> nice <Yeah>. nice <laughs> affirmative 
Uh, we've missed you on Magical Nation. I've been very worried about you because strange things have happened. There was the ice storm that shut Austin down. Uh, I was without power for five days. Matthew was out power without power for four days. Uh, thereabouts. All of the trees uh, in Austin fell wait, down. Wait, I'd want to clarify. I was only without power for two days. Oh, okay. Well, that's it's anyway. Not, it's not no that. joke either way. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Austin was without power. A lot of trees fell down. A lot of power lines fell down. It was a very touch and go situation. And so with that, we missed one weekend because of that. And then one weekend because of Pebco, Pebcac. Pebcac, problem exists between <laughs> chair and computer. And uh, which I am always willing to just blame things on technical difficulties. Well. And that can just, you know, that can pretty much mean anything. Well. You know, maybe. I don't, yeah. Technical difficulties could be in your head. Like literally in your brain. It's like a catch all. The systems that work your fingers could break down. You know, whatever it is, it's gone. It didn't matter. I I felt no no need to place blame on anybody. Well, not Riverside. Specifically, not my beloved podcasting partner. Specifically, you were like, you felt like maybe it wasn't going that great and you felt like you'd rambled on a couple of times. Honestly, there were several times when I was thinking to myself while talking. Holy shit, am I still talking about this? I don't even remember what I'm talking about anymore. This is the worst episode ever. Okay. So when you said it hadn't been recorded, I was like, eh, no big deal. Yeah, that was very great of you. Because I totally <laughs> could have um, spiraled at that uh, juncture, you know, because I like to produce and we got yeah. together to produce and we, we had a nice talk. But then when it wasn't recorded, I was... I was a little upset. If you had been the slightest bit upset, I would have totally spiraled down. Absolutely the wall, not, Matthew. Like we've we have been, you know, depending on what you consider a success, we have been we've done this thing successfully one hundred and sixty one times. So if occasionally one slips through the cracks, I think that that's well. Considering we never rehearse at all, which maybe you should do <laughs> when you're doing a production. Or um, we've rehearsed 160 times. That's true. That's true. It's We are getting more well rehearsed. I, I feel like I want to look at the show sheet as we had it last time. And let's go through some of the topics that we hit. And now we've got a live studio audience. Manish, are you here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he's like a magic eight ball. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask me again later. Yeah. Um and and so we we get it's it's like a second chance. It's a little like sliding doors, right? Yeah. There was that one episode 162 where we just babbled into the darkness whiffed, on my back porch. With. And then there's this cozy one, fireside. Make sure the back of my laptop's not too hot. And here we go. We're podcasting. Guaranteed to knock this one out of the park. Uh, and you know, to our, we were talking about practice and just the fact that we've been doing this a lot. No, you you were talking. About I that. was giving someone a lift ride to the airport the other day, and uh, she was a very interesting person. Dana was her name. She was uh, oh, flying oh. to. Oh wait. She was flying Slow to down. Flying to Destin, Florida, <laughs> because her uncle was being made a general in the air force. How that cool is that? Seems like a caricature of life. Yeah. Huh. It was really cool. So I talked with her about that a little bit. I kind of kidded around with her about it. I was like, do you ever like give him an extra scotch at dinner and see if you can get any 
top secret information out of him. Because oh. <laughs> I went, and she said, "No, you know what? He is just very good at not saying anything to you if you know if it's if it's def, you know if it's he's a professional. He's got and, training. Yeah, he's super. You know, you don't get to be general if you <laughs> if every time you have a scotch, you drop some, uh, yeah. say some things you shouldn't say. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know." I wonder if Dana's going to get in trouble talking to you and just I mentioning yeah, maybe, the general yeah, on just, the podcast yeah. could be maybe so detrimental um, to her. No, yeah, sure. she's going to be terrible for her career. I hope everybody she, hears this. I hope that she gave you when uh, all of the people I, I, who hear I, I, this. I hope that she. I hope that she gave you a fake name. I hope Dana is not actually her name. I could be. I could, you know, honestly, I could oh, be you wrong could just about be that. wrong. That would be good. Anyway, point is, while I was talking to her. I, it occurred to me, I was like, you know, Schaefer, you're better at talking now than you used to be because of the podcast. Oh, since before the podcast. And uh, it was exciting to think about that and realize, real time realize that it was happening and notice, you know, notice that I was speaking differently, speaking more clearly, speaking with less ums and uhs. Uh, yeah. I hear you, man. I hear you, man. Talking slowly and clearly so she could understand me and, you know trying to focus on, you know, what I'd already said and make sure that the next thing what it was actually adding to the conversation, not just repeating myself. Yeah. All those, all that stuff that, uh, we, now that we've done this a lot, you know, we've been able to move that back in our head and it happens subconsciously to, you know, to great effect, I think. Yeah, when I'm out in the real world and talking to people and, you know, generally plying my brand of chicanery, <laughs> I feel like I'm really in control and I'm able to uh, just snow people under with a bunch of BS, <laughs> just like right here on the podcast, One Magical Hour, Matthew and Schaefer Podcast, Spectacular. Yeah. And was that, you, a, was that a ride? For, that was a segment. That was a se- that was a, li- a lift store. You got to announce the segments, man. Oh, sorry. That was a store, a yeah, lift, was lift, lift, store, lift, lift rides from Shafee. And I wish, man, I wish I had more of those. I was telling Jenny, the bartender, the other day, you know, how just disappointed I am. I did, I have, I did have a streak of rides that were all like people who were new to Austin and who lived in the neighborhood. And I was able to tell them about the bar. So to me, that's like a that's double hot. success, you know? Yes. I get paid. For the drive, and I get to promote the bar, so you know, it's a way of like kind of double dipping with the universe, right? Yeah. But so that's good. But it just in terms of you know having a weird story to tell you guys, like I'm on a real dry spell for those, and I'm wondering if maybe it has to do with what time I've been driving. You know, I've been kind of just I've been driving, you know, for a few hours every evening. Uh, and so those are very conventional rides. Those are people who need a ride to the airport, people who need a ride home, you know, not, I have been driving during the day when everybody's either like getting out of jail or going to the hospital. Mm. And I have been driving it late at night when, you know, people are going to their clandestine love affairs slash drug deals. Uh, Haven't you picked <laughs> me up from the hospital and from jail <laughs> and possibly at a dealer's house? I've definitely no. I mean, not. I mean, not randomly. Like I had to. I called you and said, "Hey, Shafi, will you come get me?" I wasn't on the app, and just happened to get matched with you. I've definitely picked up and both picked up and been picked up from from the clink, as they say. 
The pokey? I want to just float some ideas here on this podcast. Float them. Float away, my friend. Okay. Float on. And I want to um, I want to get Manish involved. Um, Manish, you ready to float? You know, I didn't, I've never talked to you. Like, do you want to talk on the podcast, or are you good with the yes or no answers? Oh, I thought I was restricted to yes or no. Um, no, no, not at all, not at all. But I, I mean, I don't. I feel like you're already such a character that, like, you don't. Do we need? To, should we interview you? You don't want to be interviewed, right? You're just hosting the podcast, right? Yeah, I mean, I was just going to do yes or no and multitask with fights and this. And I, I felt like it was good to get your voice on on the cast because mm. you you're already such a character. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I want to ask you, I'm just going to float some things and I maybe need your input on this. I'm, I've got this idea. I, the construction site is such a fertile ground for creativity. I think that you're, you're doing stuff with your body and it's repetitive and oh, yeah. it really allows yeah. your brain to just roam. And we work with a bunch of interesting, smart guys anyway, and we start talking about stuff, but, uh, Oh, we got this new kid, um, Micah Hill. He's a he's not technically Gen Z because I floated out my idea of our Gen Z interviews, our intergenerational interviews, which is a series coming up on One Magical Hour, like where we get we get a boomer, we get a couple of Xers, yeah, yeah, <laughs> ride or die, and then we get a millennial, and we get a Gen Z, and we throw some topics out there, and we all attack that together. I don't know. I'm working on it. It, it. Obviously, what I just explained to you seems logistically impossible in the world of yeah. podcasting because it's it's almost impossible to get two dudes together. I'm troubled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's another one of those things we talk. This this show is a lot about fantasies in our heads. <laughs> um, but here's another one. A lot of life. A lot of life is spent in your head. You yeah, know, yeah. I mean, about I mean, things, aren't podcasts you know, in your head? You like, call them fantasies. You can say it's imagination, daydreaming, whatever. Yeah. Something, it's a very human thing to okay. do. Okay. All right. Well, here's one. I, I got an idea, okay. and I want to credit Micah Hill for helping me with this. We we received, um, well, we, we received a bunch of construction materials, mm-hmm. diamond piers, DP-75s. Um, it's, like a, it's like a concrete footing system. And um, we were, they were on pallets and they, there's both like plastic wrap and some like metal strapping that has to be snipped. And I, I, I want to do a YouTube channel that's unboxing because a lot of these unboxing channels, they got these kids that unbox toys and they're some of the biggest channels of the kids. I want to do for adults unboxing construction materials honestly matthew just you saying the words <laughs> snipping a snipping a metal strap snipping metal strapping like, just imagining that has an asmr like oh, effect to me. oh the there there are aspects of construction God, i can just feel it there are aspects of construction that are so satisfying like just the act of driving a a screw uh, into like a decking screw into some lumber sure so satisfying but like un what do you think manish you like you like that idea? Would you watch that channel? You know what? Uh, if you were on it, I would watch it. <laughs> oh man, That's nice. This okay, is this uh, guy's the number one. Now you've got me just thinking of uh, of wonderful things like that that happen on the construction site. Another great thing at a construction site is 
jumping into a giant dumpster to mash down the stuff in the dumpster? I don't get to do that enough. I wish there was a job that was just that. <laughs> the guy that jumps in and smashes down stuff in the dumpster. I remember because, you know, when we built the Mongoose, it was basically me and the general contractor, you know. And, you know, we had people come in and do... Is that right? You you helped build the Mongoose? Yeah. That, you know, that crazy 30-foot... Uh, Cake fridge. I built that myself. Okay. I installed that system. I, you know, I helped Mike Scranton, the metal guy. I helped him, you know, put do all of that welding. Shout out to Mike Scranton. Mike Scranton. I should just do a whole segment on Mike Scranton. He is one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life. We might be able to get him on the phone. Actually, that would be awesome. I'm going to add his name to the top of the show okay. sheet here. Uh, but, but the my business partner who was also the you know quote unquote general contractor was notoriously parsimonious huh. careful with his money and one of the things that manifested through that were very rarely would he pay to have the dumpster picked up and replaced with an empty dumpster so it was several times a week it was my job to go out there and mash things down. Mm. And uh, and when they did finally come and pick up that dumpster, it dragged a gash through the asphalt of that parking lot <laughs> to the point where <laughs> the parking lot had to be resurfaced. It's <laughs> 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 so ridiculous. Like, when I saw the truck pulling that thing onto it, I was like, there could be a, like a, a chain, a metal chain snapping here. And creating a deadly situation for everyone involved. It was creaking and groaning, gashes in the asphalt. I finally pulled on. I was when it when it finally pulled up onto the top. I just I breathed a sigh of relief. It was, and you know what? That 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 parking lot needed resurfacing anyway. It's, yeah, it was, it was all the best. Yeah, everybody thought so. <laughs> but like Houston, hot, you know. Sure. Hot May, like that parking lot was. Yeah, it was always melting. The asphalt was yeah. it was like just plowing, was trenched through the. So, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. And just like watching somebody to go to work with a grinder on some iron, sparks flying everywhere. Okay, that's, so that that's one thing I'm thinking like about. I got, I got another tech idea. Um, they, you know. Uh, have you heard of artificial intelligence? Um, chat GPT. The chat GPT <laughs> has has got me thinking about. Um, uh, uh, I think maybe uh, surely somebody's on this. I, I, I I'm I, I can't be. Uh, I can't be. I can't be the first to think of this, but I, I, somebody's got to make a bot to um, reply to your to your partner's texts. Like if you have a partner who t- texts you a lot, wouldn't it be great to just have an app that could just hit all the right notes uh, and reply the right thing, just the right emoji every time? What do you think, Manish? I've got a name for it I'm, that I'm workshopping. It's called... Take a nap. It's just T K N A P. 
take a nap. You get out really quickly, and you get in trouble. <laughs> you get in and trouble. They realize that you're a piece of shit. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, people, I, that... know, people know. When, okay. It's not when it's not a bot. Oh, it's you, not a bot. I mean, okay, okay. Now, but this I think is they're why... getting close to the point where I think they're getting close. This is why we workshop things. Wait two years. But that's exactly what ChatGPT is was invented for was to pretend to be a person. And you know, when the when you call like an automated service on the phone, you can't tell whether it's human or not. But, you know, they're getting close. She's been married for a long time, so if there's an understanding. Oh, yeah. oh, you, oh, I risk, see. No, risk versus, I, I, risk versus reward. Okay, <laughs> well, maybe, okay, one. okay, let me clarify. You need a demographic in two years when it's absolutely solid. Yeah. And then you fill out a two-page profile of your history uh, and everything. And uh, they'll okay. work with that. And then yeah. it'll be, like, seamless. Okay. Right now, it's not worth it. Maybe like it's not for me personally because i have been in a relationship a long time what if it's somebody you're it's somebody you're new with and then you can just put it on automated or <clears throat> maybe it's maybe as you sign the the agreement with the app it says this so works this works bots. best so then you're, you're, you're just so you're doing you're isn't doing that what tinder we're doing bot it's hinder bot and they're just doing that and and you're just there waiting <laughs> for this job and then it's like oh yeah we're gonna fuck isn't isn't that what I see? That makes sense. Isn't that what we've we're already been moving towards anyway? Yeah, yeah. Endlessly, okay. ever okay. closer, ever closer. Okay. Um, I got another. Uh, I got some more um, construction site technical, um, creative ideas. I I'm gonna write us. Okay, try try this one. I I'm a I want to write a song, a blues song, from the point of view of someone who's been catfished it's like you've you've lost your love you've lost your love wah, 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 wah. and but they weren't even real wah, 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 wah. <laughs> you spend nine months wah, 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 texting back and forth wah, 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 wah. i said you were mine you said I was yours, <laughs> and now it turns out you don't even exist. I done been gathered out of town. I want to apologize to any actual blues musicians in the audience because my my caricature of a blues song was obviously I feel like terrible. That's another but... job we could just give to Chat GPT. Oh man, can I just outsource my blues song writing? Write us a blues song about catfishing. Yeah, I feel like I was catfished <laughs> into making this podcast. Um... I'm right here. <laughs> I'm obviously not a catfish. You have to find what rhymes with algorithm. No, <laughs> that's true. And that's another word word segment. Yeah. But what rhymes with algorithm? Because if you can incorporate algorithm into a blues song, you'll be the first one to do it. Okay. Okay, challenge accepted. I'm also writing a song about clickbait. I'm I'm, I'm writing a sonnet. I'm, excuse me. I'm writing a an ekphrastic poem about clickbait. <laughs> you know what? It's funny that we're here with Manish. I mean, not like not like ha ha funny, but like but like fire funny. It's like fire in your balls funny. Um, because we have. We have something on the show sheet that's like totally apropos. Oh yeah, we wanted to talk to you about this. 
I, I, man, if right now I had a parody of the Night Court theme song, like that would be. Ding, 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 oh, it's, ding, it's ding. just instrumental, ding, right? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Podcast. Good. Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Good. Podcast. Um, like I'm going to turn the laptop when you switch. We, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about your uh, Night Court uh, viewing. This is an avocado review. Manish, Manish is coming true with an avocado review. Manish what, also, Manish drew us a graph. He actually created a graph. We want to talk to you about your review of the Night Court reboot. Re- his feelings on the Night Court reboot. Mm. We'll put the graph on Instagram. Uh, okay. So there's five episodes. And I, it starts off pretty um, dark because Harry has actually passed away. Oh, and, wait, and, wait, wait. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But it's actually Harry's daughter that is just is going through her own dark cycles. Oh, this, that that's, is, that's awesome. That shows up at Night Court at an... And and it's already presented that very her, earnest her, young lady. Wait, her, her, is Harry's her, is Harry's daughter the judge? She's the judge now. Huh. And then there's this curmudgeon who is um John Larroquette's character. Dan Fielding. Dan, Dan, who she learns about and he's like his wife has passed away and he's like home like homebound and very antisocial, love of his life has died. And she's trying to, for some reason, recruit him to become a, def- a defense attorney yeah. instead, instead of a prosecutor. And so the hilarity ensues and he becomes like this uh, person that becomes uh, like sh- that's the project for her. But really, it goes the other way because oh. he's like feeding nuggets of knowledge to her throughout oh. all of her episodes, through all the episodes. So there's. Oh, Five man, episodes I gotta right watch now, this. but no, no, no. It starts off as being very um, formulaic, at, but then with the Harry's death is a triggering. Like thing. the podcast. Yeah, go uh, on, go on. It's just something but, I say. But it's, but but I find that the timing of things when they happen, this is a good time for this show because it harkens to a different kind of comedy, and there is a resolution. And it's nice to have that. And so whenever things are portrayed like that, like it's almost like... I agree, Manish. I found the show very comforting yeah, in and, its familiarity uh, and the, you know, the 30-minute format and everything about it. was I, I really enjoyed. Yeah. I watched the first three episodes. So and, I'm on episode five. And that graph was funny because I do those graphs all the time because I have to have statistics for my work. Um, I I did not watch each episode three times to get a standard deviation, <laughs> but I made up a standard deviation. I wondered about that. I, I, I made up a standard deviation that I just told you, and uh-huh. then I put it into Excel to recalculate what that would be yep. with my ratings, which I knew were going to be diminishing. My I'm not going to give it the same score every time because it's going to be like. I've watched it again. Here's the third time. <laughs> so then, but then, so I worked with all the numbers to make sure the coefficient of variance and the SDs worked out with what I reported. And I back calculated to make it correct. But I've only watched five episodes one time. It was more of a data joke that I would have watched all three thinking that all that my data points were relevant. Okay. Because I wanted to present a standard deviation. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, but it would have been like a hundred people watching it three times if I wanted to do it correctly. Me yeah. watching it three times over and over and be like, and be like that's seven avocados, 7.5, 7.4. And then just kind of reporting out. I presented that. I back calculated with a random text. Um, but I had to back calculate so that, so the actual formulas are correct because that's just what I do for a living. But like it's, but I had to like, go to decimal points to get to it. <laughs> but then I realized it's not going to increase. I sent you the raw data, but I don't think it's going to increase. So I'm pretty sure. We'll post that raw but there might have been one episode where I, where I could have thought back on would have increased because that was, I think I liked the second time around. But I would say it's on my, it's, on, it's, it's in my like realm of like things I look forward to watching. Huh. Because refreshing, and it's like a twenty-something minute commitment. Wait, you say there's five episodes, but that, I watched five episodes. Just five so far. Five so far. Okay. Well, the I, I have a specific talk me into it. one specific thing that happened in one show that I liked so much that I made a note of it. Nice. I think it was at the end of episode three. Wait, what streaming service is it on? When uh, I just use it. This is an, an illegal Russian oh, okay. site. <laughs> We're just on some kind of bit torrent. No. <laughs> uh, at the end, you know, John Larroquette's character, obviously, you know, as you said, he's, a, he's an old curmudgeon, and he tends to use sarcasm a lot when dealing with the young, earnest Abby Stone. Oh, I love sarcasm. You know, sarcasm, as they said, I love. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I've gotten in trouble for using sarcasm. So at the at the end of it, you know, she says she's doing this and that in order to, you know, make things better around here or whatever. And uh, John Larroquette says something to the effect of, oh, I have no doubt that that's going to work great for you or something to that effect. And she says, I'm going to pretend you're being sincere and there's nothing you can do about it. Which I thought was an awesome comeback. It's a great comeback for anybody who says anything sarcastic. Just be like, I'm going to pretend you're being sincere, sincere, and there's nothing you can do about it. And that's just like, it turns their sar- immediately turns the sarcastic comment around into something positive. Like, you're absolutely right. It's a very positive thing to say. Thank you for your help. Thank you for helping imagining doing things better than they are right now. Well, I just want to say that we unscientists really enjoyed you putting all that information into that uh, graphical model. Oh, I just, I just love seeing a very careful, detailed graph about something that's not usually graphed about. Yeah. Like, yeah. I even put like a title on the graph, which was like, and there's X Ys that are actually the labeled. You know, I was almost gonna show. Uh, a fit curve to it with like a yeah I was going to make it really weird but then I was I was in a meeting when I was doing that <laughs> so I was just like just like I hope none of your co-workers are listening um, oh it's fine yeah 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 sure sure, sure. Um, so now we're watching we're uh five to set the stage we're in manisha's backyard which also has a as a fire pit and a projector and now night court is up on the screen five Uh, or six episodes in still no sign of bull 
Did Bill pass let me, away? Let me ask you, does, does Harry Anderson dead? Yeah, Harry Anderson he, passed he away. Oh, yeah. Episode, yeah. One. He, episode one, it's or, oh, in real life? Or yeah. That I don't know. I think he did, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I don't have to double check. Did we do a podcast about that? <laughs> we should have. And I, th- I, I, wonder- loved, I loved this show, and I was sort of into magic, and I loved Harry Anderson. I loved the close-up magic, kind of his his wacky, like, street comic uh, magician kind of character, you know. But I'm a, I, I've I've already been nerdy enough by being the host of a podcast, so I shouldn't say all that. Well, I, I really enjoyed the line. What was it, John Larquette's line about like twenty years later, and I still get frightened every time I open up a can of nuts, <laughs> wondering if a bunch of snakes are going to fly out of it. <laughs> It's a, it's a delightful point. One Magical Nation. Night Court Rebirth is absolutely delightful. Check it out. You'll enjoy it. That's the avocado review? Yes. Okay. And if you would like a specific number of avocados, see Manisha's graph on Instagram. My dad's not on Instagram. I'll send it to you by email. <laughs> Should we? Um, uh, yes, Harry Anderson we, passed should, away in 2018. Okay, I thought so. Right. Should, um, should we read Harry Anderson's favorite poem? Which is? <laughs> How do you do? Oh, you guys don't know what it is. You know what it is. Uh, no. Richard Mall as Nostrad. Whoa! Did you know that Bulls? Bulls. Bull was obviously his nickname. Do you know what his real first name was on the show? The character na- his name was Bull Shannon, but his real his I, I keep saying real. It's not his real first name. The actor's name is Richard Mall, and the full name of the character Bull Shannon is. Nostradamus Bull Shannon. What on the on the on the show itself? And he yes. Nostradamus Bull Shannon. Uh, he also voiced Harvey Dent in Batman the Animated Series and the new Batman Adventures. He is still alive. He is 70 years old. So, what other questions do we have? Is it time for a poem? Is that what Matthew is getting at? What else? Chat GPT. He's he's asking for Harry's favorite poem. So maybe that's... Oh. No, it was just a suggestion. I already asked you about my windshield fluid conspiracy. James McMurtry... Uh, Larry McMurtry's son, he's a singer-songwriter, uh-huh. plays here in Austin every Wednesday night. 
I was listening to Joe Pug's podcast where he introduces, where he interviews working singer songwriters. Uh, James McMurtry said, "Every job is hard. You'd better like it." I thought that that was a very, very uh, insightful thing to say. Are you talking about podcasting? Talking about whether it's podcasting or songwriting or hauling diamond-shaped concrete bull bulwarks. What do you call them again? Diamond piers. Diamond piers. 90 pounds up and down, up and down the aisle. Up and down the dial. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been to the listener. I've been setting diamond piers at work for decks or helping my crew set diamond piers, which is a 75 pound rebar and concrete dreidel. It's got four holes in it. Have you managed to set one up and spin it like a dreidel? No. <laughs> no, nah, we've tried. <laughs> we've tried. Lots of toes were broken. <laughs> Ouch. Our toes were stepped on. No, wait. Okay, so speaking of clickbait, it's amazing to me the things that you will see on the internet that are created just to make you click on them. And I'm such a sucker. I, I click on everyone. I... Sometimes, even though I know, you know, I tell myself, Schaefer, don't click on this, don't click on this, don't click on this. I still end up clicking it's on it. It's hard not to. And then, you know, all of these pop-ups explode and you, then all of a sudden you're, you're on some Russian website and uh, Lord knows what's happening to your hard drive. But uh, something I saw the other day was, and I didn't click on it, but I got what information I needed for just from the headline. It said that Robin Williams was on Stanley Kubrick's shortlist. If he couldn't get Jack Nicholson for his role in the shining. Oh man. <laughs> and so it's kind of funny to think about that. And yeah. I was like, you know, I wonder if that's even true. This seems a little clickbaity. So I, I Googled who were Stanley Kubrick's choices for, Jack Nicholson's role in The Shining. Uh, and I found a whole Snopes article on it. Uh-huh. And like the Snopes directly addressed the Robin Williams thing. So the Robin Williams thing is total internet lies. He was never, uh, although it is funny to imagine Robin Williams in that role. He, uh, he was never on the shortlist. And in fact, the only other actor, according to Snopes.com, that Stanley Kubrick considered for that role was none other than Mr. Chris Christopherson. Oh, man. Which is really funny to think about. Uh, I don't... He would have... I, I feel like he would have brought a... Nicholson was the right choice. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Chris Christopherson, you don't... Jack, the character of Jack, Jack Torrance, I think is his name, uh -huh. in Shining, is not supposed to be calm and cool. And I feel yeah. like no matter what role Chris Christopherson is playing, he is automatically calm and cool. Yeah. He would bring a gravity to it. But, <laughs> um, I mean, not that, not that Jack is without gravity, but. Uh... So good job on that one. 
Good job, Kubrick, again. Is it time for a poem, Matthew? We could read a poem. What else? Uh... Do we need to talk to Manish about anything else? Because I feel like there are people listening and they're like, ask Manish this or that. <laughs> Look, get at us if you want us to, on the next fireside chat, ask Manish anything specific. If you want Manish to make a graph out of something. Manish, do you need to make any sort of statement to the listenership? I'm just glad you guys are doing a podcast finally. Yeah, I think we had a little bit of a break, and uh, I don't. We didn't mean to leave anybody in the lurch. Manish texted me and he said, "You know, I love to listen to podcasts while I'm taking my daily shower." He's like, "So if you guys don't record a podcast soon, I'm going to start to really stink." That guy's dirty. <laughs> he was. He was obviously. Leg. He was obviously kidding around. Because, uh, you know, he does shower more than once a week. I know, because I've lived with him. But it's funny, too. I was thinking we could uh, that a new tagline for our podcast could be uh, One Magical Hour for Fellowship and Hygiene or something like that. I feel like he's actually one of my most hygienic friends. Hygiene and Fellowship. He is. I mean, well, anybody who, who works but, in clean rooms has got to... I, but but all but now thinking about that, I like I feel sad that he's had to like take all these showers without a podcast. You surely you substituted a different podcast, right? NPR man. Uh, mm. That's lame. Just yeah. not the same kind of shower. I don't get the zip in my step after that shower. Yeah, yeah, because it's all kind of it's all cut and dry, and there's all those like special features about just people around town and stuff. Like just these quirky little stories and it doesn't it doesn't have the kind of the same kind of BS as the podcast, really. Um I hope that this is not the first one magical hour that anybody ever hears. <laughs> you guys ready for a poem? <clears throat> Are you gonna read the poem? Or yes. Should we get Manish to read a poem? No, no, no. Listen, he doesn't need He's not a... Do you want to read a poem? I'll read a poem. Do you have one ready? Or you want, I just pulled no, up. No, I don't have one ready. <laughs> I, I didn't even have the night court ready. Like, I had to pull up what episode I had watched. <laughs> this is a short, just five-line poem by Ezra Pound called April. Oh, wow. All right, project. Three spirits came to me and drew me apart to where the olive bows lay stripped upon the ground, pale carnage beneath bright mist. That's that's a poem. Well, it's another one of those times where the poem really fits the podcast. <laughs> yeah. That, this that is really cryptic one this is pale carnage beneath bright bright mist i want to point out that uh at my house there's the uh there's the train but manisha's house there's the planes fly over airplanes going over yeah so if you hear the planes pretend it's all cool or the crackling of the fire oh I hope the crackling of a fire comes across in the recording. Who knows what this is going to actually sound like? Who knows if we actually recorded it? You know, I'm a huge fan of the Omnibus podcast, and 
I got all the way back to some of the very first ones they've ever recorded. Uh-huh. Much like, you know, we have, and I don't know if you remember, but when we first started recording, I was sitting in a wooden chair. And it's it's an old antique wooden chair that I love. It's yeah. so comfortable. Yeah, that was a squeaky But it was chair. super creaky. Mm-hmm. And I kept trying to insist that, oh, you know, that was good, like kind of just atmospheric sound. Yeah. And then eventually realized, no, I should just change the chair out so it's not creaking all the time. Well, John Roderick from Omnibus did the exact same thing. Is that right? Try, and he also tried to insist that, <laughs> oh, it's good atmospheric sound. <laughs> and then eventually gave up and realized that he couldn't sit in his comfortable wooden chair anymore. Well, so. if, if you're dedicated to having your podcast be just like a, a back porch sesh, which is kind of the part of the crux of this podcast is that there's transit. We, we live in a metropolitan area. I guess, I guess eventually we, we, we envision a future where we live in the country, each our own sort of country estate down the road from each other. And we can switch back and forth the houses. Oh, that'll be, be nice. It'll yeah. be very, it'll be much quieter. After that APM money hits. Uh, out there <laughs> out there uh, in the country, it's actually much louder. We'll have even more. We'll have the cicadas churring. And oh, the, the cicadas. Yeah, they man, we won't be able to record in the summer. The coyote, we'll have to take the, summers The coyotes off. giggling. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess that's why people usually record in a studio. <laughs> what? Is that right? Is that why people don't use the microphone somewhere? You want to get all to talk fancy, about the don't you, talk? Mr. Fancy Podcaster? I'm glad you finally admitted that chair didn't add anything. Ah, uh, only talking podcasts. to a microphone. <laughs> Have you seen um, this Netflix picture with uh, Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy? No, you, you, it you looks good though. By Kenya Bear, you people, yeah. Yeah, it is really good, and a part of the story is that Jonah Hill does a podcast, Shut and then up. it takes off. Part of the story is the I love it. I off. love podcasting in American culture. Yeah, did you hear about it? There's like a UT like podcasting a conference or something. Now that you mention it, yes, I did. I oh, think I heard well, about that. I wrote, I wrote him a bunch of angry emails. I think we're already <laughs> blacklisted for that deal, but um, I hope it sounds fun. I, I hope that everybody gets some good networking done there, that there's not us. <laughs> if there's any podcasters in the audience and you're going to the UT podcasting conference, can you just put in a good word for us? Yeah. Um, I bet you, you know who's probably going? Probably Grover and Annie. Just remember that <laughs> they went to that podcasting conference <laughs> in San Antonio right, 20 right. years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're going to make another appearance? Shout out to Grover and Annie. <laughs> Well, I guess we should thank our host. Manish. Oh, I was talking about Riverside. (laughs) It's always a pleasure to be in Manish's backyard. Yeah. It had been too long for me. I. Oh, man, is this prof? Press pause. We're about to end the podcast. I want to hear the song. You got to bring the speakers outside. Why are you going to print the prof video without playing the. Yeah, I. I couldn't do the speakers. One magical hour. What does that mean? Because it would have. Thank you so much for listening. Okay. We're so happy to be back. Shit behind your podcast. Next week we'll tighten up a little bit. I promise. Okay. Here's the thing. (laughs) We're about to get off this podcast and start having a good time. And we wish you could be with us. 
but you're going to miss all the after talk. Oh, man, if you, we should have a Patreon page where we record the after talk <laughs> and people would pay for that. Reach out we to would, us if you'd like to. Because we really uh, let Manish spread his wings. We wouldn't put him in the corner like we have. <laughs> Nobody puts Manish in the corner. I mean. Isabel was like, uh, Isabel was talking about my friend groups. And I was like, yeah, Manish really thinks I keep my friend groups separate. And then I was sort of uh, elucidating, illuminating my friend groups. And I was like, you know, there's my Lubbock friends. There's like Schaefer, Jameson, Manish. And, you know. She was like, Manish is one of your Lubbock friends? And I was like, yeah. I mean, what? She doesn't know. She's a child. Stupid. She's dumb. Kids are so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are we at the end of the podcast here? I uh, just, oh, wait. I really want to make this my end message every time. Listen, 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 listen. When you're out in the world, just be kind to people. Let the guy in in traffic and, uh, you know, pay for the guy's latte behind you. It doesn't even have to be that overt, but just like, Really, I think right now in the world, everybody needs to just go out of their way to just be kind to your fellow man. That's good. Q, Amplify the Q, signal Q of man. kindness. You I support you wholeheartedly. All, right. All right. We love you. And maybe next time we'll... Uh, did we read a poem? We did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I read a poem. I know. Manish read a poem by Ezra Pound. I'm trying to make it the longest end part ever because we just <laughs> barely made an hour. We promised an hour. It says it right in the name. We can maybe we can put the extended. Uh, oh yeah, we did have a little pre. There's probably some pre pre on this deal. Um, so, some video game talk and some reminiscing. All right, you can use the extra long. We love theme you. song by Alex this time. We love you, Minis. Do you know our outro? What we say at the end, our tagline. Yes. Okay, Minis. Do you? Can you can you say our tagline at this time? I'm gonna give you a cut. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a beep, and then you're gonna say it. Beep. Okay. Wait, I'm not doing the whole thing. No, but here, let me do the beep again. Wait, no. Someone has to do the beginning part, and I got. Oh, oh, oh! No, do them both. Do both. No, no, no. You got someone. It's never done that way. Okay. All right. Schaefer will lead you in. Here we go. Beep. The poor of the choices. The sweeter the wine. Some nights you're struggling with indecision Some nights you know just where the answer lies Some nights you think you may have found religion Some nights you're lost beneath an empty sky Comes a warm night and the air just flows The sun goes down and the street lights glow And you step right up and you just let go Things just come alive and now you don't have to drive
Just 